Many real estate agents across Australia confidently refer Property Insurance Plus to their clients as they recognise the price and benefit value of their policy combined with the client-focused service they deliver. They offer a comprehensive building and landlord insurance facility and have formed a powerhouse to present the very best in investment property insurance. Contact PIP today to find out more. Welcome to my PM Collective podcast where I have open and transparent chats with others in the property management industry to talk about real things like mental health, wellness, the job and the struggles. My name is Ashley Goodchild and I've been working in property management for more than 20 years. I am one of the leading BDMs in WA, mum of three and self-confessed workaholic. I'm the owner of Soco Realty and Property Profiling Australia and the founder of the Happy Property Manager online membership. We support property managers all over Australia through mental health awareness and a collaborative style training to become happy property managers through monthly expert training videos and a safe and private Facebook community. To find out more, head over to pmcollective.com.au. So today we have Alan Baxendale, who is from Perth, WA, and I'm going to be honest and say, I don't really know much about you and your history, Alan. So welcome on board. Uh, thanks very much for having me, Ash. Um, yeah, I do have a history. Excellent. Well, I would love to hear it and I'm sure everyone else would. So if you want to um, just let us know a bit more about you um, and your history in real estate. Sure. Well, I actually started real estate in London uh, in 95. Uh, I was living in London and worked in rentals and also uh, ended up managing an uh, an office in South London. Um, I uh, married a girl from Perth. um, And in 2001, uh, when our second child was on the way, uh, we decided to move to Perth. So I've been here uh, 2002, sorry, not 2001. Uh, I've been here nearly 20 years. And in that 20 years, I've worked um, in the northern suburbs in real estate. And how did you find the transition from London to Perth in terms of real estate? Is it just totally chalk and cheese? Uh, it was just, I mean, after about two months, the boss said to me, have you got any listings? I'm like, no, I'm still waiting for them. And she goes, no, no, you don't wait for listings. You've got to go and get them. I said, well, back in London, we used to just wait for people to come in the office and take the keys off them. But um, no, it didn't work like that here. So yeah, I got a bit of a rude shock, especially as I had to do a month at Rewood to to become a real estate agent as opposed to an estate agent. Yeah, okay. And even the whole, um, so you, so you were selling not um, property management in London? Uh, my first year in real estate in London was uh, leasing. Yeah, uh, and had a bit of property management, but I soon realised that was um, that had uh, knobs on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I wanted to do the sales. I went into sales uh, in South London, sold all sorts of houses in South London, um, and managed offices. So uh, you you may know, but it's a completely different structure over there. Yeah. The manager of the office gets the listings, and the guys in the office go and sell them, which is you know us about face compared to what we do here. Yeah, absolutely. And where are you now? Like, where are you working and what's your position currently? Um, I'm, I'm working for Real Mart North Coastal in Dunkraig. Uh, so when I first came to Perth, I worked for that office. But back then, it was the Davy Real Estate. Yeah. Um, but it is still run by the same person. 
So I had a, a, a sort of gap in between where I worked for another company for Acton, doing various things, and I had my own office in Green Glades and various other things. And then um, I had a few uh, health issues. Uh, I needed just to calm down a bit. I was still doing the leasing at Acton uh, in City Beach, and I went to see Jeanette in uh, Duncraig, who still owns the office. And she took me on, and that was just over four years ago. So I've been doing the rentals for Jeanette for just over four years. Interesting. And and I love speaking to males um, in the real estate industry, especially the ones that have gone down the road of having an interest in the property management because there's not Mm. many of you. I think I can count you on one hand. Um, And I find it interesting that that... Um, and I think it's society that dictates the stereotypes for us, but we always think, you know, the male sells properties and the female does management or the male goes into commercial management um, or BDM. And I, I love seeing males in property management. I think there's a, a lot of um, um, benefits of a business sort of having um, that perception. And I can imagine that it would be a good point of difference having you in the business and being an investment manager. So do you, how, how are you structured? Are you a, like, are you a portfolio manager? Do you manage the whole department? No, no, no neither of those things. No. Um, the, the, it's, you're absolutely right about the, you know, females being property managers. And my personal opinion is they're much better at it because they're far better with attention to detail and that type of thing. Um, the way our office is structured, Jeanette runs the office um, and she runs property management. I have my little pocket where leasing and BDM, uh, and I liaise with the, what have we got at the moment, five girls that are in property management. So they have their own portfolios, uh, but they don't do any leasing. So uh, when it comes to new properties coming onto the market, all the marketing, all the leasing, references, all that stuff, I do that. And then ah. it, gets handed over to, it gets handed over to one of the property managers. But obviously, there's, um, there's an awful a lot of me talking to the property managers about the new tenants. Um, they get included in all the correspondence between myself and the owners to make sure they know what's going on and who's going to be going into their properties um, because they don't do the leasing like to know what's going on uh, and they don't want Alan just to be putting uh, you know anybody into their into their properties. I'm sure you're a good. Up. I'm sure you're a good judge of character. <laughs> well, as you can imagine, when you're looking after four or five hundred properties. The odd one slips through. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's normally the, the battle cry in the offices, oh, Alan, what have you got here? <laughs> uh, but as you can imagine, with the way the market's been for the last two years almost, uh, we've had a real choice of tenants. So it's been very few bad ones. Yeah, yeah. So I love that. So, okay, so your office, so you've got around the 500 properties and your role is the new business, um, like landlord new business, and then to lease the property out, get tenants in, and then you hand it over to the property manager to manage the um, the ongoing. So just to even break that down even further, because I know people find structures quite interesting. Um you would sign, you would do the application processing, you would actually sign them up and you'd actually hand them the keys and then pass it on to the property manager? Uh, no, the, the property manager would get involved when we organise the appointment for them to come in and get the keys. So yep. we'd send them out various various bits of information. The property manager would send them out various bits of information. But when they come in to pick up the keys, that meeting is generally with the property manager, but it's the first time they've met them. Yeah. Um, it's only with me if the property manager is not available. Um, 
But uh, I'm extremely fortunate in that the property managers we have in our office are just amazing. Yeah. They, they're all long-term. Uh, we even have one that used to work with us, moved into states, come back, and she's back with us. Um, so, yeah, we, 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 um, we have a, an awesome team that I, I never want to see break up. It just really works really well. Yeah, excellent. Well, I, I think that's great. I think that's one thing that I personally um, am failing with a little bit with is with because I do the new business as well, but the handover yeah. to the property manager. And I think the yeah. the reason, like I, I love I I love the way that you do it. Um, and but my staff, like sometimes I'm busy organizing like a little renovation for the client. Sometimes I hand it on to the property manager from the um, point of signing the managing authority. Sometimes I do it when there's a tenant. It's all over the shop for me because it depends on each um, client and situation. Mm. And so I find it really hard to get into an actual streamline. This is the way it is, not negotiable and an expectation. I mean, there's, there's, there's bound to be times when it's slightly different. I've got one at the moment. The guy's just bought the place, signed the management authority. The tenant's staying for a month, um, rent-free. Uh, there's work to be done in the property. So between myself and the property manager, we'll get that sorted. Yeah. But um, I've sat down with the property manager before and just explained the situation to her and we're all good. But yeah, 99.9% of the time, the, tenant, the, the property manager doesn't get involved until... Uh, well, like I said, she's involved in that she can see the correspondence and she can see the applications that are coming in. And using the online system, she's got access to that at any time. Um, but, um, yeah, she doesn't get involved with the actual tenant really until they come and get the keys. Yeah, cool. And how are you um, finding the BDM work at the moment um, in the Perth market? <laughs> um, and how has, it been, um, how has it changed from previous years? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Today's wonderful sponsor is Property Assist WA. Shannon and her team are really committed to assisting property managers' workload by assisting them with outsourcing services like routine inspections, final bond inspections and property condition reports. Keep your property managers doing what they love and outsource the things they don't to a company that thrives on positive feedback and guarantees a premium personalised service with a smile. The vision of Property Assist WA is to make a difference to the quality and perception of property managers, enabling you to keep your clients happy whilst improving the efficiency of your staff. Um, it's been it, last year. I thought it was quite tough. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as you can imagine, with a tight market, there's, there's plenty of other agencies out there that'll do it for less money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Same in sales, same in any business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got to be able to, you know, make yourself a bigger dot than everyone else. But for some reason, the first few years, few months of this, few weeks rather of this year, um, I've got a lot of properties coming in sort of on referrals. Mm-hmm. So um, I had a couple this this week who have both been referred to me together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the referral the referral side of it's huge. The sales side of it, the the, re- the relationship between myself and the sales guys is massive. It has to be. Um, because obviously there's investors in the market, there's people who are over east buying properties but can't come over here, so they want to rent it out first, all that sort of stuff. So having a sales and a licensee background helps me talk to the sales guys. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's an office of um, all sorts of – I mean, it's 20 people in an open plan office, and every single one of them is different. Mm. You know, you've got uh, agents like Les Lindsay, who's 
uh, you know, been in the market for years and years. You've got young bucks who are coming in and starting to starting to do well. You've got all sorts. So it's important. It's imperative that my relationship with each and every one of them is um, is good. Mm. Otherwise, and as you know, I mean, I can give you a history of um, sales agents who don't refer to their own property management. Oh yeah, there's uh, a lot departments <laughs> because they don't trust them. Mm. Uh, and that's a, that's a hideous position to be in, and one that we unfortunately we don't find ourselves in at all. But I've worked in offices where that has happened. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's a massive breakdown of, of the system when that's going on. Yeah, um, a bit of a controversial um, like question, but do you would when you've sort of seen it happening in like I guess if you owned a business, okay, and you. Um, didn't know that that was happening, would you want someone to mm. tell you that, hey, do you know that your reps aren't actually referring to your property yeah. management or do you think that they should sort of know what's going on anyway? Um, they probably should know what's going on anyway. Mm. Um, you know, if, you, if, if you're uh, in a licensee of an office and you're across all the sales that are going through and you know that the person's bought it as an investment, mm. uh, you know, Jeanette in the office, the boss should be all over it. Like, well, we're onto this. This is this is this is one for the rent roll. That's one for the rent roll. This one. Where's that one gone? Um, mm. So, and obviously, vice versa. As you can imagine, I'm sure it's happened with um, with your agency. A lot of properties being sold off the rent roll at the moment. Mm. Um, and you want to make sure that I mean, you don't want them to be sold off the rent roll. But if they are, you want to be making sure we're selling them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, not another agency. So I mean, our, we we keep a very close eye on on that number and make sure you know ninety percent of the properties at least we would like it to be ninety percent, but it's probably a little lower uh, are sold through our agents. And I guess yeah. that. But going going back to your original question, sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, I would want to know. Yeah. Um, and if if I didn't know and I found out, obviously you'd want to know why there's a problem in your office or. Yeah. You've got one of those sales agents who thinks um, they just like to keep that stuff separate. Um, and I remember a, an agent who obviously were all known nameless, who used to just refer to a company that did rentals only mm. because she knew that she was going to get those properties back if they ever came on to, to the market for sale. Yeah. Whereas yeah. some agents thought that, you know, they, maybe the licensee was perhaps giving it to a, a younger person in the office to get them going and it wasn't actually a property they put on the rent roll. So there's all sorts of things that could be going on. It, it's an interesting one because, yeah, it's interesting to like, I guess, would like someone would maybe consider a real estate, like a sales rep, um, like not not breaching, but maybe breaching the loyalty to the company if they refer outside. But then yeah. on a different turn, you know, the the sales rep is responsible for their own marketing and building their own little business. So do they, you know, should mm. they have the right to be able to refer to anyone um, that they wish, you know, um, settlement agents, mortgage brokers included? Yeah, no, absolutely. If uh, I think the answer to that is yes, they absolutely have the right to do that. If the, mm. um, if the in-office if the in-office availability is not good. So if you don't trust that property manager to do a good job uh, and look after that owner, uh, and you know that if you give it to them in a year's time, the owner's going to ring up and say, look, mate, <laughs> you've had it for a year, I'm taking it somewhere else because your, your property management department is just woeful, then of course you're going to give it to someone else. The same with a settlement agent or a mortgage broker or whoever it might be. 
So building those relationships within an office, sales, mortgage broker, seller, all that stuff is absolutely paramount. And if you ever see the slightest crack in that relationship, uh, well, I know with Jeanette, she would just be straight onto it and have it sorted. But once that starts... Yeah, on a, it's a long way down. Yeah, and I mean, I guess like we should be client-driven and doing what's in the best interest of the client. Mm. I, and I know that for me, if we get a sales, um, like a, a, a property off our rent roll and it's um, completely out of our area, like for us, we're in South Perth and if it's a sales lead for Danny Rockingham, um, I've got a really great agent down there and I've been known to pass yeah. on listings to him just because I know that I, well, I feel that he is the best person um, to be dealing with our client um, and he he will get the best return yeah. for the client more than what we would. So um, there has yeah. to yeah, be a give and take with it all, I think. Yeah, yeah, we'd, we'd do exactly the same thing if it was massively out of area. Yeah. I mean, our agents only look after northern suburbs. They will go south and do various things. But generally, yeah, if, if, I've got, if they've got something in Rockingham, then absolutely, I know plenty of people down there who look after stuff for us. Well, it sounds like you're down there all the time anyway, Alan. So um, playing golf. <laughs> so, you know, really, like you should well, be doing that. Uh, well, that, that neatly brings us on to, I think, you know, um, time and time management in, in in real estate. Obviously, having done it for as long as I have, weekends aren't the same for me as they are for, a, you know, the average Joe who works in, a, in an office. Um, so, yeah, I do. I do claim a day during the week as, as Alan time. Yeah. Um, uh, doing my role in the office is, a, there's never a quite, I mean, I'm, my phone's here and I'm, uh, you know, I'm still contactable when I'm not in the office because no one else does my role. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely do claim um, a little break uh, on a Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, it's and the, your job, I would have to say, would have to be 90% out of the office anyway, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, it probably is. There's a lot, there's a lot of um, BDM work done in the office. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm out of the office a fair bit. Um, yeah, uh, you know, my office is a little white car. Yeah. <laughs> and we've got four of them. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. We, yeah. And so, okay, yeah. so your um, your job role then is, um, like I guess your work-life balance at the moment, has that changed a lot or have you always had flexibility with, you know, Wednesday being Allen Day and things like that? Do you Have you always had that or is that something that's changed in the last 12 months? Well, Obviously, in sales, it's a lot easier to do it than it is in a salaried role like like current one. Um, but um, as anyone in our office would tell you, we 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 have a licensed team, Jeanette, who is extremely understanding. You know, every so there are days when they need to work from home. I know you don't like people working from home, Ash, but uh, yeah, <laughs> there are yeah. days when you've got a sick, <laughs> you've got a sick kid and all that sort of thing. And she's made sure we're all set up from home, not just for that reason, but obviously with COVID and everything that's going on, you know, the, the girls and myself, we've all got access to the server. We've all got access to each other on a constant basis. So we, and back, back in March, 2020, whenever it was, when we did have eight weeks, um, yeah, we, we were, uh, we learned an awful lot during that time. Uh, so we're ready if and when, or probably more likely when, uh, things uh, change next month. But, um, yeah, Jeanette is, um, you know, she understands that one of the property managers can't get in until quarter past nine because of school drop-off, uh, but they'll work till quarter past five, all that sort of thing. It has to be. 
Otherwise, you just, I mean, you know as well as I do, Esther, if you don't look after your property managers, they will go somewhere else. Mm. There is always another company looking for an experienced property manager. So if you, you know, if you start by overloading the property managers with 150 properties and they've got to do the leasing as well and all that stuff, it's not going to be long before they've gone. So it's tantamount to uh, Jeanette's way of running the business that the four girls we have at the moment have been there long term. Mm. Um, and they are happy. They are looked after. Um, and if they've got a problem, then they can sit and talk to Jeanette about it. Um, I've been in offices where, you know, you overload property managers and all of a sudden you've got a different team every week and the owners are ringing you up and saying, well, who's my manager this week? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And you go, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea. I'll tell let's you tomorrow. Pick, let's, yeah, that's right. Let's pick someone out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, I think, um, you know, as you know, the, the rent roll is the, is the asset of the business. And if you fail to look after that, then, then you fail. Yeah. Um, last thing for you, what would the next step be? Like, would you ever or would Jeanette ever split the leasing role and the BDM. This is just out of curiosity for me. Or yeah. would, does the hybrid model work? Um, the hybrid position work in that if you needed to um, to get another person in, you would get another person who did the same thing, BDM and and leasing. Or would you ever split those two roles? Well, prior to me taking over the BDM, we did have it as a split role. So we had a, another lady in the office who did BDM and I did leasing. And then when she left. Oh, must be a couple of years ago now. Um, we decided on uh, me taking over both roles mm-hmm. and seeing how we went. And then with COVID coming in and stock levels dropping, uh, the leasing side of it was not as onerous as it had been. You know, normally when you're sitting there with 15 to 20 relets on your list, you're pretty busy. But when mm-hmm. you're sitting there with two or three relets on your on your list, you've got plenty of time for BDM. So, so far, so good. Um, but I. We did discuss what you just suggested, as in having two people doing exactly the same thing, both doing BDM and leasing, but we haven't actually tried it out. Um, And I'm not sure I want to. I quite like what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just find it completely fascinating. And I think that um, there's there's two things I've taken away from this, and um, that is that the Having it as a hybrid role, I think, is fantastic because really you will have tenants that miss out on properties. You'll have tenants calling you looking for a property and you know exactly what's coming up available for new business. You can go into a new business appointment and say, actually, I've leased out this Mm. other property. I've got actually someone that I know that came through that I think would be ideal. So it completely Mm. makes sense. that That's a hybrid role. Um, The second thing is that I spoke to an owner yesterday and I was talking about the importance of the leasing consultant. And I was saying how I think a lot of agencies get it wrong where they have what I consider, this is me being totally um, stereotypical. So that's like my disclaimer for any, you know, currents of the um, <laughs> of the group, that a leasing yeah. consultant is generally a young 20-year-old something with um, no experience in real estate. They um, don't yeah. necessarily have the life skills to develop a good character reference when it comes to people. And you've got them yeah. out there doing what I consider one of the most important parts of the role because if you get the tenant selection wrong, that's just setting it up for a 
time and, and a big problem. But if you get the yeah. tenancy selection right, the management of the property is next level easy. And that yeah. role should be considered actually as a high level role, not as a junior role, which I think a lot of agencies yeah. do wrong. So that's my thoughts on it. Uh, I totally agree with you. I know that another agency that I know really well have just recently, they got rid of their full-time leasing agent and turned it into a part-time job for someone who'd never done it before. And frankly, I just, I, that's just madness. I mean, I've, I've looked, I've welcomed people into homes, as it were, for 20 odd years. I know how, how to deal with people when they come through homes. I know how to get on with people. I, uh, I'm not always politically correct, perhaps sometimes. <laughs> so, you know, if someone comes in with a Liverpool football shirt on, I won't let them in, that type <laughs> of thing. But it's all part, you know, it's all yeah. part and parcel yeah. uh, of, um, of having a character to be able to, to get on with people and just as importantly, to be able to work out who you're dealing with. Yeah. Um, you know, the person who tells you they're this, they're that, they're the other, more often than not, neither this, that, or the other. <laughs> They're mm, quite mm. the opposite. It's the people who don't brag about themselves who tend to be the ones that you, you really want to talk to. Yeah, absolutely. The ones that don't, I'm sitting there talking about their story. <laughs> if you come with a long story, there's red flags for me. But but you know what? A young yeah. a young 20-year-old something actually wouldn't know that. No. No, they wouldn't. They'd be impressed. They absolutely would be. Um, I agree. <laughs> well, I think if nothing more than um, for people to get out of this this uh, listen is definitely the importance of that leasing role and to consider yeah. looking at it as a as a hybrid role um, because so many so many benefits of it and I think it's really wonderful mm. and um, and yeah it sounds I'm really happy to have sort of spoken to you about that because I think that if we can change the mental um, the mindset of um, of business owners and you know head of departments. Yeah. To consider just shifting that um you've yeah. you've also then got a a more of a maybe more of a professional if I dare say um mature person representing the company on both levels yeah tenant and owner and I just but think that's also, so great yeah absolutely and you're also going to get someone who's prepared to do six seven o'clock in the evening appointments Saturdays yeah. Sundays whatever whatever it takes to get it done yeah um that's hence why I'm sitting here at the golf club yeah. Uh, on a Wednesday because, <laughs> because you know, each day is not nine to five. Yeah. Um, it is more so for the property managers. They're a little bit more structured on that front and they have to be because, like I said, they're generally mums. Yeah. Um, but for myself, whose three kids have, um, well, my oldest, my youngest brother is 16 so, uh, and she's female, so she runs the world now. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I don't have that issue at all. <laughs> I can get up in the morning, uh, which I do pretty much every morning. Go, go and have a swim and a coffee, and then go to work. So good, so good. Oh, well, I will be there one yeah. day with when my kids are older, and um, and I can do exactly yeah. that. Maybe not play golf, but go do something else. And um, yeah, I'm excited to get to that position. Um, it was so good speaking yeah. to you, Alan. Thank you so much for sh- um, sharing that insight. And um, and yeah, if anyone does want to have a um, reach out to you, I'll speak on your behalf and sort of suggest that you'd be okay to sort of um, have a chat about the role and oh. how it works. Is that all right? Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem at all. Love to. Perfect. So that's Alan Baxendale. And your number, Alan? It's 0407 832235. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you.
on-tap plumbing and gas covers all Perth areas from Mandurah to Two Rocks and has a team of plumbing, drainage and hot water experts. They have an amazing reputation for their excellent service and quality workmanship on time, every time, and it is easy to see why they are a favourite to many Perth property managers. Whether you just need some friendly advice or an obligation-free quote, look no further than on-tap plumbing and gas.